Hi, this is David. Welcome to episode 23 of Upward Journey Bible Study, where we study the Bible and theology. This episode focuses on learning some of the content and message of the book of Revelation. The author of Revelation is John the Apostle of Jesus Christ. Unless otherwise noted, all scripture quotations for this episode are taken from the World English Bible Orthodox Version because the World English Bible is in the public domain. Let's get started. The book of Revelation has 22 chapters. The focus of the book of Revelation is hope given to the persecuted church, letting them know that Christ will triumph over evil in the end. It is also a call to some churches to repent and get right with God. The source of this revelation is God the Father. God the Father revealed this revelation to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ then revealed it to an angel to reveal it to John, who through the book of Revelation has revealed it to those who read the book of Revelation. This book of Revelation is a blessing to those who read it or hear it, and then obey God's instructions and commands in this book of Revelation. John writes this revelation to seven churches in Asia Minor. The names of these seven churches are the Christian assemblies in Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. John's greeting includes grace and peace from God the Father, from the seven spirits before God's throne, and from Jesus Christ. God the Father is described here in terms of his eternal nature. God the Father is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. The seven spirits are described as being before God's throne. We know that seven spirits are not a part of the Trinity, but here they are described together with God the Father and God the Son. If these seven spirits refer to the Holy Spirit, then it is done in a way nowhere else in the Bible. The Bible gives the picture that the Holy Spirit is one spirit and not seven spirits. If this is referring to the Holy Spirit, it would not suggest he consists of seven spirits, but perhaps of the Holy Spirit's omnipresence. On the other hand, it may be not referring to the Holy Spirit at all, but to seven spirits before God's throne. The Holy Spirit is one of the members of the Trinity, and he is God. Revelation chapter 5 verse 6 says, Jesus has seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. So the seven spirits may refer to Jesus knowing all things. Jesus Christ is described as the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth, the one who loves the church, the one who cleanses us with his blood, and the one who made the church to be a kingdom of priests to Jesus, God, and Father. John says Jesus will return to earth in the clouds, and every one will see him, including the Jews who crucified him on the cross. The Lord God describes himself as the Alpha and the Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. This statement about the one who was and who is and who is to come has already been in reference to God the Father in Revelation chapter 1 verse 4. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, it is referring to either God the Father or God the Son, but likely in reference to God the Son. It is clearly used in reference to God 
of the Son in Revelation chapter 22, verse 13. John was on the island called Patmos because of God's word and the testimony of Jesus Christ. He was there either because God sent him there or because of persecution he was sent there as a punishment by his persecutors. John says he was a partner with these other Christians in the oppression. Jesus appeared to John and told him to write what he sees and send it to the seven churches in Asia Minor. When John sees the resurrected and glorified Christ, Christ is standing among seven golden lampstands, which refers to the seven churches to whom John is writing this book of Revelation. Jesus was clothed in radiance, resulting in John falling before Jesus in fear, and John was as a dead man. Jesus told John not to be afraid. John describes Jesus in his radiance as follows. He was like a son of man. Jesus was clothed with a robe that went to his feet, and Jesus wore a sash around his chest. Jesus' head and hair were white. His face was bright as the sun. His eyes were like a flame of fire. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. His feet were like burnished brass. Jesus' voice was like the sound of many waters. Jesus had in his right hand seven stars, which were the seven pastors or messengers of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands were the seven churches. Jesus spoke to John about his death and resurrection, his eternity, and the one having power over death and Hades. Jesus told John what to write to each of these seven churches. Next follows Jesus' message to each of these seven churches. Jesus had positive things to say of these seven churches, but found fault with all of them except for a couple. First, the uh, first the church in Ephesus. Jesus has these positive things to say about the church in Ephesus. One, they worshipped and toiled with perseverance for God. Two, they did not tolerate evil men. Three, they tested apostles who they discovered were false apostles. They did not grow weary in serving God. They hated the works of the Nicolonians. Nevertheless, Jesus indicated he was not pleased with the church at Ephesus because they had left their first love. They needed to repent and do the first works. If they fail to repent, Jesus will come to them swiftly and remove their church out of its place in his presence. Jesus promises them that those who overcome, that to them he will give uh, from the tree of life in the paradise of God. We are not told exactly what this first love consisted of. It is hard to see how they had fallen from their first love and not doing their first works, given the praise Jesus gives of their work and toil and perseverance. Jesus says in John's gospel that if we love him, then we will keep his commandments. But here they were evidently keeping God's commandments, but have fallen short of their love of God that they had at first. Jesus tells them to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to their church. This indicates that in each church willing to hear, God's Holy Spirit is speaking to the church or the assembly. Next, Jesus had a message for the church in Smyrna. Jesus has no negative words for this church. Jesus knows their works, their oppression, and their financial poverty, that yet they are rich spiritually. Jesus tells them not to be afraid of what they are about to suffer. Some of these Christians will be thrown into prison 
and they, they will be tested for their faith in God. They will be oppressed for 10 days. Jesus says they are to be faithful to death, and then Jesus will give them a crown of life. Next comes Jesus' message to the assembly or church in Pergamum. Jesus identifies himself as the one who has the two-edged sword. Jesus knows their works and where they dwell, which is where Satan is exercising his authority. They didn't deny their faith in God in the days in which they suffered persecution, and one of them was martyred for his faith. The martyr's name was Antipas. Jesus was not pleased with this church for two reasons. They tolerated some false doctrine and unchristian conduct in their church. They had in their congregation those that practiced idolatry and sexual sins or encouraged Christians to commit other kinds of sins. Also, they had in their group people who held to the teaching of the Nicolonians. We are not told what this group taught. Notice, however, Jesus has described himself as having the two-edged sword in his mouth. What was needed was the teaching of Jesus and God's word to refute false doctrine. Those who overcome will be given of the hidden manna. They will get a white stone with a new name written on it that is only known to the one who gets the stone. Next, Jesus gives his message to the church in Thyadira. First, Jesus praises them for their love, their faith, their service, their patience, endurance, and their growing works. Jesus rebukes them for tolerating sexual immorality. Not everyone in the church was living the way they were supposed to. Jesus will give those who stay true to him to the end authority over the nations. He will give them the morning star. Next, Jesus addresses the church in Sardis. The church has a reputation of being alive, but Jesus says they are dead. None of their works were perfected before God. They needed to repent and needed to watch for Christ's coming. Yet the church had a few that had not defiled themselves with sin. Those who overcome will be given white garments, and Jesus will not blot their name out of the book of life. This is another indication that those who once have been born again and have their name in the book of life may have it removed by Jesus because of their sinfulness. Next, Jesus addresses the church in Philadelphia. This church had stayed true to God. They had endured in their walk with God. Jesus promises to keep them from the hour of testing. Jesus is coming quickly. Jesus tells them to hold firm what they have and make sure no one takes their crown. He promises those who overcome that he will make them a pillar in the temple of God. He will write on them the name of God, the name of the city of God, the new Jerusalem, and Jesus' own new name. The last church Jesus addresses is the church of Laodicea. Jesus identifies himself as the Amen, as the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. He says their works are lukewarm. He will spit them out of his mouth. They have focused too much on material riches, but they have taken their eyes and desires off of God's spiritual riches. Their spiritual eyesight was hindered by their lack of good priorities. Jesus knocks at their door and asks them to repent and let him come in. Now for Revelation chapter 4 and following. After this vision of Jesus, John sees the door of heaven open. He hears a voice telling him to come up to heaven. 
and he will be shown the things that must happen after this. Immediately John was in the Spirit and has a heavenly vision. John has a vision of God's throne and of heavenly beings worshiping God before God's throne. These heavenly creatures worship God and do not rest day or night, but constantly speak of God's holiness and his eternity and greatness. These creatures give praises to God and they fall down and worship God. They speak of God's worthiness of worship. His worth of worship arises from God being the creator of all things. Next, John sees a scroll in the right hand of God the Father. This scroll was written on both sides and was sealed with seven seals. No one was found worthy to break the seals of the book to see what the book said. John wept because no one was found worthy to open it. Then one of the heavenly elders told John not to weep because there was one worthy to open the seals. Jesus was worthy to open the seals. Jesus was there and he was worthy. He was like a lamb that was slain and he had seven horns and seven eyes. These seven eyes are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the world. Jesus then takes the scroll from God's right hand and four living creatures and 24 elders fall down and worship Jesus. Each of them had a harp and the prayers of the saints, which are described as golden bowls full of incense. These creatures and elders sing a new song, praising Jesus' worthiness to take the scroll and open its seals. Jesus' worthiness is described in terms of his death on the cross to make humans kings and priests to God. Then thousands and thousands of angels worshiped Jesus, God's Lamb, and said that Jesus was worthy to receive the power, wealth, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. Now in chapter 6, we see Jesus beginning to open the seven seals. This is what happened when each of these seven seals were opened. Seal number one. When seal number one was opened, a conquering king on a white horse appeared. Then there was seal two. When seal number two was opened, a person appeared on a red horse that had the power to take away peace on earth. He was given a great sword. Seal three. When seal three was opened, a person appeared on a black horse with a balance in his hand. Then small amounts of food sold for a very high price. Seal four. When seal four was opened, a person on a pale horse appeared. The name of the rider on the horse horse was death, and Hades followed death. He was given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill people with a sword, famine, and wild animals, and other means of death. Seal number five. When the fifth seal was opened, it revealed Christian martyrs who had been killed for their faith in God. They cried out to Jesus to see how long it would be until Jesus avenged their blood. The martyrs were told to rest a while, and other Christians would be martyred. Each of these martyrs were given a long white robe. Seal number six. When the sixth seal was opened, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black, and the moon became like blood, and the stars fell to the earth. Every mountain and island was moved from their place, and all the people from the richest to the poorest, the rulers to the common person, hid in caves and in the rocks of the mountains, and they told the mountains and the rocks to fall on them to hide them from God the Father and from the wrath of God the Son. Then four angels appeared who stood at the four corners of the earth. 
They had the power to keep the wind from blowing. These angels were commissioned to harm the earth, the sea, seas, and trees. Another angel told them to restrain their mission until God's servants were sealed on their foreheads. 144,000 were sealed from the nation of Israel. There were 12,000 sealed from each of the 12 tribes. Next, John sees an innumerable multitude of people in white robes before the throne of the Lamb. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation be to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. Revelation chapter 7, verse 10. Those in the right robes were those who came out of the great suffering and who had washed their clothes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They are before God's throne, and they will never be hungry or thirsty again. The Lamb who is in the middle of the throne shepherds these martyrs and leads them to springs of life-giving waters. God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Seal number seven. When the seventh seal is opened, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. Then there appeared seven angels to whom each was given a trumpet. Then another angel appeared who brought the prayers of Christians to the altar before God's throne. The angel takes the fire from the altar and throws it on the earth, and there are thunders, sounds, lightnings, and an earthquake. Next follow, followed events that happened after each trumpet was sounded. This is what happened after each trumpet was sounded. After the first angel sounded his trumpet, hail, fire, and blood was thrown to the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. After the second angel sounded, something like a great burning mountain was thrown into the sea. Revelation chapter 8, verse 8. A third of the sea became blood, a third of the creatures in the seas died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. After the third angel sounded his trumpet, a great star fell from the sky like a burning torch and fell on a third of the rivers and springs of water. The star's name was Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood. Many died from the water because they were made bitter. After the fourth angel blew his trumpet, a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars. The result was a loss of a third of daylight and a third of nightlight. Then an eagle flew in mid-heaven and said, Woe, 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 for those who dwell on the earth, because of the other voices of the trumpets of the three angels who are yet to sound. Revelation chapter 8, verse 13. Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and a star fell from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the abyss. When he opened the pit of the abyss, smokes came out of the pit and became a burning furnace. The sun and the air became dark from the smoke. From the smoke came locusts who had the power of scorpions. These locusts were not to hurt the earth's vegetation, but only the people who did not have God's seal on their foreheads. These locusts tormented people for five months, but did not kill the people. The people wanted death, but they could not die. The king of these creatures' name in Hebrew was Abaddon, but in Greek his name was Apollyon, which means destroyer. This is the first of three woes. Trumpets 5, 6, and 7 are the three woes. Then the sixth angel sounded his trumpet. Then four angels who were bound 
at the Euphrates River were set free with a mission to kill a third of mankind. People were killed by plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur. The rest of the humans not killed still refused to repent of their sins or turn from their idolatry. They would not repent of their murderers, sorceries, sexual immorality, and thefts. Another angel appears and gives John a book to eat. John was told he must prophesy again over many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Revelation chapter 10 verse 11. Then John was given a measuring rod and was told to measure God's temple. The nations are going to tread the holy city for 42 months. Then God had two witnesses who will prophesy for 1,260 days. Those who try to kill these two prophets will die by fire coming out of the mouth of the two witnesses. These two witnesses have power to prevent rain and to turn water to blood and to bring plagues on the earth. Then after the 1,260 days, they will, will be killed by the beast that comes from the abyss and will lie dead in Jerusalem for three and a half days. The people on the earth will be glad that God will raise these two witnesses from the dead and they will ascend into heaven. Then there was a great earthquake. 7,000 people are killed in the earthquake and the rest were terrified and gave glory to God. That is the second woe. Next, the seventh angel blew the seventh trumpet. There, then great voices in heaven said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. He will reign forever and ever. Revelation chapter 11 verse 15. Next, there was a great sign in heaven of a woman clothed with the sun and moon under her feet, and on her head was a crown of twelve stars. This reminds us of the people of Israel when we compare Joseph's dream in uh, Genesis chapter 37, verses 9 to 10. This woman was pregnant and was giving birth to a child. Then a great red dragon appeared and drew a third of the stars from the sky and threw them, these stars, to the earth. The serpent wanted to eat the child who was born, and, the, and this was a son that was born to the woman. The son was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. Her child was cut up to God's throne. This appears to be a reference to the nation of Israel from whom the Messiah Jesus came and who after his death and resurrection ascended into heaven. There was a war between Michael and the, arch the archangel and the devil and his angels. The devil and his angels were cast from heaven. After the devil was cast from heaven, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. That is, the devil persecuted the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel was given great wings to escape the dragon for two and a half years. Then the dragon goes after the rest of the nation of Israel's offspring who keeps God's commandments and holds Jesus' testimony. Here this is referring to two Christians who believe in God and Jesus. Now for Revelation chapter 13. In this chapter, a beast comes from the sea that has ten horns and seven heads. The dragon, or the devil, gives this beast, which is a human ruler, his authority to rule over the earth. One of his seven heads appeared as if it was mortally wounded, but this wound healed. The whole earth marveled at the beast. These people worshipped uh, the dragon, that is the devil. 
The beast was given authority for 42 months. The beast blasphemed God. The beast waged war against the saints um, or Christians. Some Christians will go into captivity. Others will be killed with the sword. Then another beast arose who spoke like a dragon or like the devil. He has the same authority as the first beast. He is able to work great signs and make fire come down from heaven. He deceives people on the earth. People who refuse to worship the beast are to be killed. The beast will require people to get the mark of the beast on their forehead or the right hand, or they will not be able to buy or sell. The mark is the name or number of the beast. The beast number is 666. Now for chapter 14. John sees the Lamb, which refers to Jesus, standing on Mount Zion. With the Lamb is 144,000 who have the name of the Lamb and the name of God the Father on their foreheads. These believers in God are those who have been redeemed by Jesus, and they sing a new song before God's throne. Then an angel flying in mid-heaven proclaims God's good news to those on the earth. He said with a loud voice, Fear the Lord and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and the springs of waters. Revelation chapter 14, verse 7. A second angel appeared, announcing that Babylon the Great has fallen. A third angel came and said that those who get the mark of the beast will experience God's wrath. They will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment will be eternal. They will not rest day or night, the one who worships the beast. This describes eternal punishment in hell. Then a voice came from heaven, saying, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their works follow with them. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. Then Jesus appears as the Son of Man on a white cloud with a sharp sickle to execute God's wrath on the wicked. The wicked were thrown into the great winepress of the wrath of God, and their blood came out of the winepress to the depth of horses' bridles as far as 1,600 stadia, which would be about 182 miles. Now for chapter 15. John next sees a vision of seven angels that had the last seven plagues. In these plagues, God's wrath is complete. Then John sees those who had died and were in heaven who had and who had overcome the beast. They worshiped God uh, with harps and sang the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. They worshiped God for his marvelous works. They stated that all nations will come and worship before God. They sang that God's ways are just and true. Then John saw seven angels coming from the tabernacle in heaven. One of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels the seven golden bowls that were filled with God's wrath. Now for chapter 16. Then John hears a voice from the temple telling the seven angels to go to the earth and pour out these seven bowls of God's wrath. The first angel poured out his bowl, and a sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and the sea became blood, and all sea creatures died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. Then the angel 
of the waters praise God for his righteousness in bringing justice for the Christians and the prophets. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the angel had the power to scorch men with fire. Men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed God, and they did not repent from their sins, and they did not give glory to God. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the beast's throne, and his kingdom became dark. People gnawed their tongue because of the great pain. They blasphemed God because of their pain and sores, and they did not repent. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the Euphrates River, and its waters dried up. Spirit, uh, spirits of demons then come out of the mouth of the beast and the false prophet. Then the seventh angel pours out his bowl into the air. Then a loud voice came from the temple of heaven, saying, It is done. Revelation 16, verse 17. Then there was a plague of hell in which men continued to blaspheme God. Now for Revelation chapter 17. Next comes the judgment of the great harlot that sends on many waters, with whom those on the earth were made drunk with the wine of fornication. The harlot sat on the beast with seven heads and ten horns. On her forehead was written, Mystery, Babylon, the great, the mother of the prostitutes, and the abominations of the earth. Revelation chapter 17, verse 5. She was drunk with the blood of Jesus' martyrs. These seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, and there are seven kings. Five of these kings have fallen. One currently is, and one is to come. The ten horns are ten kings who will receive authority with the beast for one hour. These ten kings give their authority to the beast and make war with the lamb. The lamb will overcome them. The water where the woman sits are the people of the earth. Now for Revelation chapter 18. Another angel comes down and announces the fall of Babylon because of God's wrath poured out upon Babylon. The kings of the earth will then weep at the destruction of Babylon. While the earth mourns at the fall of Babylon, God's people rejoice. Now for Revelation chapter 19. Those in heaven also rejoice at the destruction of Babylon and give praise to God. Babylon had shed the blood of God's people. People in heaven rejoice that God reigns. Now the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready for the Lamb. John is then told to write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Revelation 19, verse 9. Next, John sees a vision of Jesus appearing on a white horse. Jesus is, is described as the faithful and true. Revelation 19, verse 11. Jesus comes to judge and make war. He has a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were clothed in white linen and followed Jesus on white horses. Out of Jesus' mouth comes a sharp sword to strike the nations. Jesus will rule the earth with a rod of iron. On his thigh is written the words, King of kings and Lord of lords. Revelation 19, verse 16. Jesus comes and defeats the beast and the false prophet and cast them into the lake of fire that burns with brimstone. The rest were killed with Christ's sword that proceeded from his mouth. Now for Revelation chapter 20. Next, an angel comes from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit 
and he cast the devil into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. During that time, Christians reigned with Christ for a thousand years. They are part of the first resurrection. They are blessed. These Christians include those who have been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, and who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. After the thousand years, Satan is released for a short while, and he goes out and deceives the nations. He gathers to do battle against God, and fire comes down from heaven from God and devours them. Then the devil is cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, and he will be tormented day and night forever. Next comes the great white throne judgment. People stand before God, and the books are opened. Those not in the book of life are cast into the lake of fire, and this is the second death. Now for Revelation chapter 21. Next John sees a new heaven and a new earth, because the old one had passed away. John then saw the heavenly new Jerusalem coming down to earth as a bride clothed for her husband. God then will wipe every tear from the eyes of those right with him. They will no more experience sorrow, crying, or pain. Then an angel shows John the bride, who is the Lamb's wife. John then sees the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending from heaven. There was no temple in the new Jerusalem, because God the Father and the Lamb are its temple. God illuminates the new Jerusalem, so there is no need for the sun or moon. Sin will not enter into the city, nor sinners, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now for Revelation chapter 22, which is the last chapter of the book of Revelation and the last chapter of the Bible. From God's throne flows pure water of life, which feeds trees that has leaves for the healing of the nations. God's servants will serve God there. John then is told the time is near. Jesus is coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book, Revelation chapter 22, verse 7. Jesus is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. Blessed are those who keep God's commands so that they may enter the new Jerusalem. But outside are those who commit sin. Jesus is coming quickly. John ends the book of Revelation with these words. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with all the saints. Amen. Revelation chapter 22, verse 21. There are 27 books in the New Testament. We have covered all of these books. The 27 books of the New Testament in order are Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, Jude, and Revelation. Thank you for joining with me and listening to this podcast. Be sure to search the Bible to evaluate all teachers, including me. Check out my website at UpwardJourneyBibleStudy.com, where you can learn more about this podcast and other resources for spiritual growth. Always remember to keep God first in your life. I encourage you to pray that God will work in the lives of those who hear his word and that people will turn from their sins and become disciples of Jesus Christ. I encourage you to pray that Christians will grow to become better disciples of Jesus Christ. I encourage you to pray that God will work through this podcast ministry 
to bring others to Christ and to strengthen and establish Christians. Bye for now.